What the fuck is up, Julius? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the internet's number one Kaiba Corp sponsored Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We are here. We are ready to copy each other's dealing styles. I'm Sarah. I don't know why I've changed the intro so much. It's been a while since I've done it. I'm Sarah, also known as... <clears> How <throat> oh, well the Yu-Gi-Oh! at home be like? I'm Sarah, also known as the Yu-Gi-Oh! at home be like... I was going to do the exact same thing. <laughs> do it! <laughs> but they actually need to know who I am because they haven't heard me before. Yeah, hi, I don't know who the other person is on this recording. I don't recognize their voice, but we have a very special guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, uh, I am Chris, a.k.a. the newly revealed uh, secret identity of the hit Twitter account Yu-Gi-Oh! Before Bed. All right. I can't believe it was our mate Chris the whole time. You're good, mate, I love Chris. The, the reaction in the DMs once I was like, "Oh, by the way, like you know who I am. Like we don't have to like be strangers here." It's like freaked out. It's great. Yeah, like as I was telling our guy uh, beforehand, like you you added us on Twitter and we're like, "Hello, could I be on the podcast?" And I was like, oh, "Some random Yu-Gi-Oh podcast gave us an ad and asked to be on. Should we have them on? Yeah, let's sure, let's sure." Um, so I messaged you very politely, and then about thirty seconds later, I was like, "Chris." <laughs> from orange groves um, my initial pitch was uh, do you want a sleepy guest well you <laughs> fucked up so far because you seem wide awake yeah that's true that's true yeah damn we really should have pushed this back we should have waited yeah, for your yeah, friend could, could we have up. done this at like 5 in the morning no well I could have done it when I wake up and that would have been like you know 3am for y'alls yeah exactly that would have been great Anyway, uh, girl, do, do you want to actually introduce yourself? Or were you just trying to get away with not having a nickname? Hmm? Oh, they know who I am. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Wait, do I get a nickname? If you yeah. want. Oh, I guess I kind of already have one. I guess it'd be Yu-Gi-Oh! For, before bed, huh? Yeah, I thought that was your nickname. Yeah, alright, fair enough. Right. I don't want I to mean, be that was that. I mean, I'm Argyle, my nickname is the thing that I said. There, fine. Thank you. Excellent stuff. Uh, right, whenever we have a guest on, we always ask them what their history with the Yu-Gi-Oh! franchise and family of products is. So, uh, Chris, would you like to enlighten us? I would love to, because I have what I think is kind of a fun story about good old Yu-Gi-Oh! So I remember being a small child and watching some VHS or DVD of like fucking Zoids or whatever, and there was like a commercial for this new thing called Yu-Gi-Oh! And I was like, oh my god, like they're playing cards and like the monsters are kind of real, like this looks awesome. And then I went to school and was like telling everybody about it, and nobody else thought it was cool. They all said that sounds fucking stupid. And I was like heartbroken because <laughs> no one else wanted to get hyped about this weird card show with yeah, me. How, how old but were you? Oh, God, I don't know. What year did this show start airing in America? I don't know. I started watching uh, it in, like, 2001, I think. It started airing in 2001, I think, yeah. Okay, so if I was seeing, like, promotional stuff, I was probably eight, nine, eight or nine. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was, like, four when it started, so it was still cool to like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon back then. By the time I was well, eight, so you couldn't like Pokemon, or it was embarrassing. <laughs> so here's the thing though is so before it's come out i'm super on board no one else fucks with it then time passes and it comes out and everyone's like this Yu-Gi-Oh shit rules and i watched oh. it, i was like this shit's stupid <laughs> <laughs> okay. we completely flipped places we completely traded um 
Although, you know, I did watch some of it, and I, I knew the shit everyone knows, right? I knew, like, the characters, I knew Blue Eyes White Dragon and all that. I did have the cards. Uh, my friend Taylor ruined it for me, though, like, yeah, with every card game by just uh, having more money than me and just buying all the good cards. He's basically Seto Kaiba in real uh, life. Yeah, 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 like, your, your personal Seto Kaiba. Yeah, um, and then you know, I didn't really, like, think too much about Yu-Gi-Oh! again Kaiba. until... I uh, I started this Twitter account called Inuyasha Before Bed, where I uh, would put on something to go to sleep, and I was like, what if I like put on a show I've never seen before, fall asleep after a few minutes, as I want to do, and then in the morning try to tweet like whatever I remember from it. And so it was like the weirdest way of watching something, where I'm only getting a couple minutes of context at a time, because the next time I put it on the, the following night, Netflix would have skipped me ahead the three episodes that where they would have done the <laughs> Are You Still Watching? So I was watching a few minutes of every third episode of Inuyasha. Um, so as you can imagine, the show ran out really quickly, and then I was like, should I switch this account to Yu-Gi-Oh! before bed? And then it won with uh, astounding numbers in, the, in a poll on Twitter, so I made the jump. And uh, I did that for a little while. Unfortunately, I stopped. Uh, I stopped way too soon. There's so much more Yu-Gi-Oh! I could have uh, watched in a tired haze. But um, oh, there is I have so one much other, Yu-Gi-Oh! I have one other piece of my Yu-Gi-Oh! history because I didn't realize I was prepping for this, and I was like, "Oh God, I have three separate times in my life that Yu-Gi-Oh! was like relevant." But the other one is actually really yeah, the recently. Ghost of Yu-Gi-Oh! Past, the Ghost of yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Present, and yeah. the Ghost of Yu-Gi-Oh! Future. And and it's really funny because it's like kind of serious and also kind of hilarious. So. I was diagnosed with a panic disorder a few months ago, and when I was first oh. happening, like I was going through like oh, brutal panic panic attacks like every day. And one of them like hit me in the middle of the night, and it was so bad that even like my Xanax that I was prescribed like wasn't really helping. The only thing that got me through that night was watching Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, oh my god! Oh. I, I I just like I I was watching it and um. And, like, for some reason, like, my brain is freaking out and telling me, like, if you fall asleep, something bad's gonna happen to you. And so I just stayed up and watched a shitload of Yu-Gi-Oh! And, like, I, like, fully credit it with, like, damn, Yu-Gi-Oh! was really there for me. It really got Mm. me through that. So, you know, I have a lot of love in my heart for Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, yeah. It's been there for me through the good and the bad. Also objectively speaking the part of the show where weevil throws the exodia cards off the ship is the funniest fucking thing that's ever happened in television it's, it's top tier comedy um it's you know, so good where there was one set of footprints in the sand that was where yugi carried you <laughs> that was where weevil threw you into the ocean and said, <laughs> say goodbye say goodbye to chris <laughs> <laughs> well folks um ah crack it open should we get into it? I don't have anything to crack open, or I would. But, I have uh, a, yeah, a bottle of wine. Let's fucking mm-hmm. go. Well, I'm sure we'll find out more about it later. We are watching this episode, episodes 18 and 19, which in the sub, actually, question, Chris, did you watch the sub or the dub of this? Oh, I watched the dub, because for me, Yu-Gi-Oh! is not complete without the stilted dub acting. Stilted? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> it's really good. Um... In, in Yeah, this is season one, episode 18, The King of Copycats, part one. Yeah, we have Versus Yugi's Deck, part one. Um, you know, really just kind of... Not a great title for you either. I know. Um, so we, we open up the episodes, they are at the little the shop in the school. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're at the, the, the card shop run by Miss Dorothy. We love Miss Dorothy. <laughs> love um, stand Miss Dorothy. Yeah, and, and Jaden's wondering what all the fuss is about. He's wondering if it's Eggwitch Day again, but it's not. Were uh, they called Eggwitches? I haven't listened to the last episodes. I've been kind yeah, of no-key it, it was called the Golden Eggwitch. <laughs> oh my god. 
Like it, yeah, in the, in the show, they called it the egg lunch. I'm making myself an egg sandwich for breakfast for the rest of my fucking life, and I'm calling it an egg, which I swear to God, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Um, it's just what you call an egg sandwich. It's an egg witch. I don't, I don't wait, in real life? No, don't listen to that. Is, is this no some kind of American thing? outside of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Are no. we back at it again at Squeezy Cream? I mean, if you just look up the words egg witch, it's not going to be Yu-Gi-Oh! as the first results is all I'm saying. Or well, you're not even going to get those on, like... The Google, the first page of the Google results. You're going to see actual products called an egg witch. It's a term. Damn, it exists. You're right. I, I did it. Um, Yukio. Uh, show is here. He's dealing a guy from Rye Yellow. Uh, there are also some wonderful posters all over the place. Yeah, we love all the posters. It's just JPEGs of, uh, Yugi that they, you know, they've put onto like a PowerPoint background. Just it's- of like starbursts and shit. The cafeteria is like whenever I was in New York and I went to Audrey's house, except for Audrey it was Bakura posters, but here it's, it's Yugi posters. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like my room before the show came out, and then I tore them all <laughs> down once I actually got to watch it. These are just oh. Yeah, these are just reminding me of like, the, if, if this was shot maybe a few years later, these would just be like wall decals, these wouldn't even be posters. It would just, just be Yugi, no background, like on the wall, fat heads. It's, it's I in was the game. gonna say, I was about to say, like fat boys. They're not called fat boys. I have Sarah. not thought about fat head in like twenty years. <laughs> yeah, the fat head of Derek Jeter is an important part of our podcast. Canon. God, that's so good. Um, shout out to Roy's cat, fat boy. Um, I want a fat boy, fat head. Um, so yeah, show is dealing. Show is dealing a right. He's got an guy. aeromorph. Uh, um. Yeah, he does. And he's dealing them because uh, there's basically like a traveling exhibition of Yugi Moto's deck is coming to the school. Yeah. Which honestly just made me think of when there's like the local museum and they're like, oh, Tutankhamun is coming to town this month. But it's Yugi's deck. Um, it's so pathetic too, because it's like they're gonna put the deck like face down on a pedestal, and then you don't get to see the individual cards. Even it's it's such I a got, bad idea for an exhibit. Like I don't. I got so mad because like, have, did you see posters of there was that that exhibit with like every single Yu Gi Oh card ever made, and they like put them all out so you could look at them, and like there were things of the art. Yeah, and like this could have been a cool yeah like this could have been a cool exhibit but they did it in the worst way possible which i'll be real though i do love the concept though of like just like i mean execution yes is a miss but the idea of a part of the story of this episode being that yugi's like deck is going on tour i think that's rad no that's cool like i like the idea but the execution is absolutely pathetic and whoever planned this should be fired and i'm pretty sure it was dr crowler so i am pretty sure dr crowler curated this exhibition uh so so yeah uh, Cyrus is dueling. That that's that's what I was trying to say, but I almost said Cy because I was trying to say Cyrus and Show at the same time. But Cyrus is dueling, and he has uh, Gangnam Style. Yeah, he has his <laughs> yeah Cy from Gangnam Style. <laughs> Jesus is, Christ! Is dueling. He is playing his famous Aeromorph card uh, against this kid Dimitri. What, what who? Uh, I don't know what he's called in the sub. I what, didn't what write it, it down. Okay, it that's was fine. Like, a multi-syllable I, word, and I can't read that fast. Sorry. I, I, did, I did look him up just to see who his voice actor was, and I saw the name, but I didn't remember it. Mm-hmm. I did have Chris? a question about this. Has has this character appeared on the show before? Because granted, I'm nope. sure no. you're picking this up by now. I've never watched Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. This is my only yeah, he, time he is, This is the first time so. he has shown up, and okay. I don't think it's the last Possibly time. Possibly the last. I don't think it is, actually. But Well, uh, the thing is, 
if he shows up again, he will have a different character design. Because yeah. that's like his yeah. bit. Like his bit is, you look at him, he's got sort of Yugi, he's got discount Yugi bangs. Yeah. Um, And like the pointy up hair, but it's like, you know, it's like that knockoff version of How to Train Your Dragon that yeah. like aired in China, but the Yugi version. Don't know if everyone's familiar with that one. I, I... Um, it haunts me. Yeah, uh, I was trying. I to... can't say that I am. Oh, I was thinking of Ratatouille, the the Ratatouille knockoff. Never mind. Yeah, it is. He is like Yugi Toengi. <laughs> Yugi Toengi. Yeah, the, yeah, that's what you'll you'll call him. That's what he's called in the sub. Actually, uh, I just I just remembered. Um, <laughs> yeah, is, that's his kind of name in the sub. This is Dimitri, who is played by fuck. I don't remember his name, but the same guy who voiced Duke Devlin in Dual Monsters. Oh. Interesting. I, w- I wanted to look him up for reasons we'll get to later. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, they're dueling, and Dimitri, as it turns out, has copied Dr. Crowler's deck. So he- he's even got the ancient gear golem somehow, uh, mm-hmm. which Cyrus knew this going into the duel, so he pretty easily defeats Dimitri by just like playing Magic Cylinder against him. Yeah. Yeah, like, later on, he's like, Oh, Aniki, bro, like, I saw how you defeated Dr. Crawler, so I was able to do it as well. Yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and basically, they are dealing because, like, there's one ticket left for the Yugi's Deck exhibition. I'm like, yeah. you know, uh, Jedi really wants to go. Uh, we get, like, some flashback sequences of Pegasus and Kaiba and Marek. Yeah. Like, oh, the- think of all the things this deck has fought. <laughs> oh, think of all the animation we can reuse. I know, right? Um, so yeah, they're dealing for the last ticket, and at first, uh, Judai is like, oh, show, like, don't worry about it. It's not worth it. And show is like, bruh, I've already, I've already got my ticket. I'm dealing for you. And Judai's like, I hope you win, show. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's such, so... <laughs> he's such a sweetheart. I was like, I love this shitty looking little boy. Yeah. And the little green boy. Which, I will say, for someone just dropping in, these character designs are hilarious. It's like ape escape ass shit. Like, yeah, everyone they looks do look like absurd. Ape Escape characters, holy shit. <laughs> That's such a good call. But yeah, I love this nice boy. Yeah, Cyrus, yeah. very good. We love him. Cinnamon roll. Uh, too precious. Mm-hmm. Uh, does have a crush on Jaden, which is why he's <laughs> except when he's Except when he's being horny, but the rest of the time, mwah, chef's kiss. Water boy. Yeah, look. He did it once. It's it's and It wasn't even that bad, so Dimitri, it's fine. Okay, maybe it was pretty I, bad. I hate to ruin show for myself, and I hate that I am going to say this, but I'm going to say it. And listeners, I do advise you to skip forward about 30 seconds so you don't have to hear the thing I have to say, but show is kind of the Mineta of this show. No. No. That's Anyway, bad. let's not think about it again. The show wins, uh, and the crowd goes away. Uh, they're all talking shit about <laughs> the guy who lost. They're like, oh my god, I I'm not- that's... I'm, he lost to. I'm not recording Slyford. this. I quit the mm-hmm. episode. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't do this to me. You can't call Cyrus the Minetta of Yu-Gi-Oh GX. That's bad. I don't know what that means. I just love the the new addition to the canon of like the crowd goes wild with the crowd goes away. <laughs> the crowd gets bored and goes home. Um. <laughs> yeah, the guy is really like humiliated. Um. Fuck it. What did I say? I was gonna call him. I've already forgotten. Yugi Toy. I don't think you did. Yugi. Oh Yugi yeah, Toy. yeah. Um, 
<laughs> Yugi Toing is like humiliated. Everyone's like, God, I can't believe you fucking lost to a slifer slacker. Um, Misawa slash Bastion stays behind and is like, Oh, buddy, like, don't, you'll, you'll get him next time. And the Love guy's like, Stop fucking, stop fucking patronizing me, Bastion, and like runs away. Um, and he goes and has a little emo scene. Yeah, he's like, you know, throwing his books and his study sheets around. He's like, oh, all the all the studying, all the work I do for nothing. I still get beat. I've copied, you know, Dr. Crowley's deck, Zane, Seto Kaiba. Just none of it works. Everybody still beats me. And, but then he remembers Yugi's deck is going to be in town. So which he gets and the reason an that idea. he remembers this is because his strategy of reenacting the scene from the room where Tommy was so trashes everything it pays <laughs> off because then one of the papers that floats down from the wreckage is the flyer for this museum. Oh exhibit. right, right, yeah. God, I can't believe Tommy was owed guest and directed an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we we cut to the the Slifer Red dorm. Is that where we go next, or do we go to the museum? Yeah. No, like. We just go to the gang and the gang are chatting away. Yeah, they're like, oh, I can't, yeah, I can't believe we get to see Yugi's deck tomorrow. That'll be really cool. And then Jaden's like, but what if we saw it tonight? What if instead of seeing it tomorrow, we just, we just snuck in and saw it tonight? Which nobody ever brings up, like, could probably get them expelled. Uh, I know, right? Like, even Cyrus doesn't seem that concerned about it. Uh, so yeah, they, you know, Jaden, Cyrus, and, uh, fucking chumley they all sneak out and they go to the museum we cut to the museum where some some guy is like we got the we got the exhibit all set up mr crowler and dr crowley says that's dr crowler to you uh just chris i am going to need you to know that in the sub uh dr crowler his name is chronos de medici and he is an italian clown and i (laughs) would die for him (laughs) <laughs> he's very good and he's like oh mamma mia thank you so much now i am going to sneak into the exhibition early so i can see the day yeah in, in the in the dub his gimmick is just correcting people on his pronouns of doctor and phd but why didn't they make the italian clown part of the dub that would have been they, like the, the Yu-Gi-Oh dub is built for shit like that believe we me we have questioned this many many times every single week every week and every week no one knows maybe they thought like having a somewhat main character having that silly of a gimmick would be too much i don't know okay but but, okay but this is a show that let joey wheeler's voice happen i know that's the thing (laughs) i thought of joey wheeler as i was saying that (sighs) but yeah he goes in all excited but like uh uh-oh the deck was stolen the big glass column where the single deck is going to sit face down where no one can see any of its cards is smashed and the deck is missing and then outside, uh, the gang are then doing their sneaking in, and then they run into Bastion, who is also sneaking in, because yeah. he had the exact same thought. Yeah. Like, Ooh, let's go in early and see the deck. Yeah, so they uh, they they both go into the exhibit together, and uh, Dr. Crowley's just, like, lying on the ground crying. Uh, he's freaking out still. There's just, like, this dramatic zoom of Cronus de Medici standing over the empty display case, and it's like, <gasps> Dr. Crowley, did you steal the deck? Jacuzzi. Uh, yeah, and then they're, all they're, the characters are to... fucking stupid because if he did, why would there not be more like you know like motion or like why would he still just be standing there? But there's like, well, you're standing next to a smashed case and it's gone, so it must have been you. Yeah, and then, so they, thank they God, run he off. eventually like yeah. They're going to get the arch chancellor, uh, so... but fucking uh, Crowler jumps across the room and tackles them all to the ground. 
must be quite the feat to ch- tackle Shumley. He's got really long arms, and he's very tall. He's powerful. Um, and like you, like he, you know, he does some kind of like gymnastics, aerobics, fitness. Well, yeah, he's a, he's a clown. He's got to be fit. Yeah. Um, a question for for dub people: Do uh the gang actually think that he stole the deck? Yes. Yes, they're okay. idiots. Because in like the I sub, said, they were running off to get the Arch Chancellor when he tackled them. So in the sub, what happens is they see that the, they see Cronus there standing over them. They guess they're like, "Oh my god, we gotta tell the Arch Chancellor that the deck is missing." And and you know, Cronus does the tackle stuff. He's like, "Please don't tell anybody. I didn't do it. I promise you. You have to believe me." And Judai is just like, "Um, y- yes, sir. We we know you didn't steal it." You have the keys to the case. Why would the glass be broken if you had stole it? We're just gonna go and tell the. We're just. That's so much that- smarter. Oh, that's much better reasoning than Jaden has in the in the dub, where he's like, "Hmm. Well, I, you know, I, because Crowley's like, you can search me if you want to. I don't have it." And Jaden's like, eh, "I don't really want to search Doctor Crowler. Eh. Uh, so I think I believe him. Uh, so regardless of." how they figure it out either they are smart or they're just fucking stupid and they make a dumb joke uh mm-hmm. dr crowler enlists them to get the, the deck back instead of doing it himself yeah because he's like oh i'm gonna take the fault for this this is gonna all be blamed on me um yeah which i mean it kind of should be because I, I feel like maybe he should have actually locked the exhibition there the um, second set of episodes <laughs> in a row where dr crowler has got, used the kids that he hates to get himself out of trouble I, he should just appreciate the. Yeah. Well, first of all, he shouldn't be, uh, you know, coaxing free labor, but he should appreciate it. Uh, yeah, then where do we go? We go down to the gang and looking around the place. Uh, and we cut to the seafront where Sho slash Cyrus finds uh, uh, Yugi Taengi from earlier. Yes. He has the stolen deck. He's sitting there like, oh, I have Yugi Moto's deck. <laughs> it's me, the King of Games, Yugi Moto. He it, he is actually doing like a Yugi impression now. Oh my god! Yeah, like yeah, it's. I, I, that's, 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 no, I love how much. Yeah, he that's buys why I looked it. up what the voice actor was because I was making sure that it wasn't actually Dan Green. It's not it, like it doesn't sound like Dan Green, but I was like, maybe it's Dan Green doing a Dan Green impression, which would be <laughs> extremely funny. <laughs> Dan Green could yeah. do it. Yeah, like I it's, think he could probably do it. Is the thing it sounds just off enough that it, it's not actually Yugi. But please, Mr. Green, we need you to be discount Dan Green. No, it's it's Duke Devlin actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Like it's just it's fairly straight. The uh, plain straight in in that he's just like, oh no, yeah, I could deal really good. I've got the Yugi deck, whatever. Also, he's wearing a scarf now. Um. But yeah, like Show comes up and he's just like, oh ho ho, and then basically kind of beats the shit out of Show as a dealist. Yeah. <laughs> and like we don't even get gang- to see that. Yeah, like, they cu- we cut away to the gang, and they, like, hear show, and they're like, oh no, we gotta go help, but, like, they arrive on the the scene, like, and just, I don't know, stuff happens, Judai is basically like, what the fuck, dude, if you wanna deal someone, deal me, bitch. Um, I'm not yeah, just they're... copying the king of games, I am the king of games. This deck has made me into Yu-Gi-Moto. Uh... Jaden and Yugi, Yugi Toying are going to duel. Yeah, and the rest of the episodes is pretty much duels. Yeah, they sure do duel. Uh, yeah, he plays all the classics. Uh, slightly modified, like he doesn't play Reborn the Monster anymore. He plays like 
monster re- reincarnation or whatever it's called. Uh, probably because Reborn the Monster was banned at this point. Yeah, it's like, I kind of respect the show for leaving it 18 episodes before being there, being like, oh, remember this? Remember this? Remember this? Yeah. Yeah, but he does He does just play all the classics. He, he has, you know, uh, the Chimera, King of Mythical Beasts. He, he plays Black Magician, Dark Magician Girl, the Chaos guy, the you know, the guy in the gimp suit. Uh, yeah, Kari- yeah, the sexy he, guy. Yeah, he plays Karibo, he plays Wadapon. You, you know Swords it, you of Reveal- it. Swords of Revealing Light is here. Yep. Which, it has a new animation, which I thought was cool. Yeah, it They're was more like pretty columns cool. than swords. Yeah. Well, and also, I thought everything about the way that Dark Magician was played was cool too. Like it was like built up well, whereas like you see like a flash of it when it goes to the graveyard as he spends to like play some other thing. Like, oh shit, was that Dark Magician? And then he reveals that like by doing that, now I can pull this card in my graveyard. It's like, oh fuck, it's that one. It's like yeah, he's it, like yeah. crown jewel. If you've and it's, got like, it sharp feels eyes, like, you can see it. Yeah, and it feels like a big deal when it comes out and like the they got the music going and everyone's like, oh fuck, that's the that's the one. It, it was cool, and I love too. Part of the duel that really popped me was. He gives some kind of dramatic explanation of like how the sequence of card game shit worked and like why mm-hmm. he's like winning now. And Jaden just goes, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've watched all of these <laughs> duels. I know exactly how his deck works. It's fine." But also, um, he he's saying it like he's like, "Oh right, I like like he he like didn't think about it." And he's just like, "Oh yeah, you're right. That is how that works." And it's just like really like goofy <laughs> and funny. Like I loved it. I just love that Jaden's kind of instinctive reaction to like literally anything is to be like oh that's cool yeah look he's never he's never like in despair during a duel he's always just like excited to see what the next card that's played is yeah Uh, there's also there's also a great moment during the duel where uh fake yugi is like you know it's all about the heart of the cards that's what i say like, there was so much, like, <laughs> amusing dialogue in this. Like, I loved that shit. And also, there's a lot of dialogue that I misheard that made it pretty good. I looked away from the screen for a second, and I thought that I thought that the copycat man said, this dick and I fit perfectly, always have, oh, always no. will. And I was like, what the? I, like, whipped my head back. I was like, oh, he said deck. No. Yeah, GX is, uh, it's, uh, like, it's more of an adult tone for this show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, okay, I kind of, like, not hearing that, I like miss the fact that in the sub he wasn't he wasn't pretending to literally be um, Yugi. He was just like, oh, I have Yugi's deck. I ha- I'm going to be as powerful as him. Like he never like claimed to actually be Yugi, um, which like is really funny. I would yeah. love to see it. I think um, that made it stronger that yeah. he was just like fully on bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, other and- note I have about this duel. <clears throat> especially like starting out is like thinking back to Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters like the thing that was special about Yugi's deck was never the deck itself like yeah. it was always other- it was always like oh Yugi's really good Yami's really good it's all about the heart of the cards it's mm-hmm. like having the cards and like the 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 show was never like, oh, this kid has the best deck ever. It was like, oh, this yeah. kid is really good at playing the game. Yeah, because that so was Kaiba's just... thing, was that he had all the best cards. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the thing that is just, it's really funny to me that they're like, oh, well, that's, it's the most powerful deck ever. It's like, no. That's, no. Yeah, it's because of how, like, that, that's his whole thing is that he's good at playing the game. Like, it's how you play it. Like, yeah, the line from the very first episode by Grandpa's deck has no weak cards. Like, that's his, 
like they might not be the most powerful like he has some strong cards in there don't get me wrong but like it it is just because he is like skilled that he is able to get around uh like these you know maybe not being as strong in a numbers game as kaiba or or you know having mind control powers like merrick or having god cards even well depending on the world building that i'm not familiar with it might makes sense because like i mean i feel like that happens all the time right it's like people will like look at something and unless they really understand the history or like whatever they'll like take the wrong lessons from it it's like oh it makes sense to me like some shitty little kids at this card game school be like yeah he was great because of his cards unless it's like a a well-known thing that's like yeah actually the reason that he was so successful is like his belief in the heart of the cards or it like makes sense that some of the kids would idolize him without even realizing what made him so good yeah like i was i was actually like Partway through, because they were dueling beside the sea, I was like kind of hoping that at the end of the episode of the duel, Yugi's entire deck would get Say goodbye into to the Yugi's sea deck. The whole and, thing. Like, forever. Uh, uh, we a just weevil, get... a yeah, weevil, weevil copycat runs in and throws it in. <laughs> 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 but like, and then it would have, I don't know, maybe the show would have cut to like, again, like a, a, an ominous silhouette of shredded older Yugi, and he's just like, oh, those cards <laughs> suck. I don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> they're just cards or something like that they're just cards well um, actually yugi wouldn't have that attitude because his whole also part of his thing was that he really loved his cards like he yeah. had an attachment to them yeah um, yeah um yeah the only, the only thing i have is like they just deal the deck is really good the copycat uh yugi Tongi is really good um i think i realized at some point or thought at some point that this was specifically Yami's deck that he'd used in the final ever episode of Duel Monsters because it had the Dio Knives card, which I remember because we made jokes about the Dio Knives card. So I mean, he used that in a ton of episodes. Okay, like, I just wasn't yeah, paying that's... attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I remember at least as far back as Battle City, he was using Thousand Knives. Oh, sorry. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, no I was god just thinking... cards in the deck, of course, because those. Yeah, are all the, gone. they're like I don't know at the bottom of the. They're in yeah, a they're hole buried. somewhere or some shit. Um, yeah, and before we... Like, I have nothing else to say apart from the fact that if this deck is Turing, that means that Yugi is using a different deck. Like, surely. I assume he retired from actually dueling at this point. Like, he's doing game design. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like, that's what he wanted to do. Run his own game shop and, like, design yeah, his yeah, own yeah, games. Yeah, 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 because it was, it was Joey who was like, I'm gonna become a professional duelist. Yeah, so Joey's still out there. He's like thirty by now. He's he, he looks like shit, and he's just he's still trying to do it, <laughs> trying to become the best, but he hasn't done it yet. Um, uh, yeah. So at some point, the episode split. Do we want to talk about video games? Well, I, can, I do have. A, can I? If we're wrapping up the first episode, can I hit a couple more notes that I had on that before we move Go on? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, first of all, when they're showing the deck and they're doing that little montage you talked about with like, oh, like this is like the deck from all these cool past events. They play an old version of the Yu-Gi-Oh! music. And even as someone who's only oh, watched like, a small fraction of the show, I was like, this fucking rules. Like, yeah, no, bringing the, in yeah, that motif. They, yeah, they bring um, back Yu-Gi's theme. And then oh, I, I won't dwell on this because I'm sure every guest mentions this, but on the opposite end of the musical spectrum, this show's opening song. What the <laughs> fuck kind of Sum 41 bullshit did they fucking make us listen to? I love to? it. I it's love it. Absurd. Oh wait, yeah, dipped up right. So yep. you don't you don't have the you don't have the 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 wonderful scar. Oh, it's like it's like perfect like. I don't even know, like, 90s, like, bad pop punk kind of thing. And actually, because we did mention this in the first episode, and I edited that one, so I did, like, a little comparison thing of... Fuck, what was the song? 
It was sounds, Damn It by Blink-182. It's Damn It by Blink-182. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, like, you put them side by side each other and they're almost the same song. Riley just told me about that today because I was texting them about the opening song, so I was prepared to help you out with that. <laughs> Thank um, you. So then uh, another thing is that I didn't catch this until um, you mentioned that he was, I, you reminded me that when we first see Dimitri, he's imitating Crowler. And so Sarah, since you didn't watch the dub, you might not have got this, where he was pretending mm-hmm. to be him too and like doing a voice and he was calling uh, Cyrus what? Young Scholar, which was funny. Oh my god. Oh, I didn't even realize, I meant to, yeah, I meant to go back and actually check if he was doing a Crowler impression because I, I didn't it remember. It seemed like it wasn't a good one because I didn't notice i didn't put it together so yeah, like, if he was doing a voice was it wasn't watching. bad but i assume that's why he called him young scholar was because he was like imitating the because crowler's like a teacher there right i'm just gathering yeah but crowler from... wouldn't even yeah. call cyrus that okay <laughs> so it is a bad impression well, in that he would I, never say i did that. i did want to know more about that character he seemed interesting even before i knew he was an italian clown he just like <laughs> you know he stands out um and there was a part in the duel where it's when it's first starting cyrus throws the dual deck to are they still called dual decks i'm gonna assume they are yeah dimitri it's a dual disc okay sorry dual disc he throws cyrus throws his to jaden and he like catches it and like puts it on like one motion and it was just cool i'm sure they do it all the time on the show but i haven't seen it so it ruled i don't think they've done it before they usually just have it on their arm already oh true yeah then why would they have to do it okay it's usually just simply part of their school uniform yeah Yeah. like they weren't expecting to duel this time so dimitri had another dual disc on him that he threw to cyrus and then cyrus threw to jaden but they did and, have their decks on them, fortunately. Yeah, you gotta and, keep that MF thing on them. Yeah. <laughs> My last note for episode one is the, the cliffhanger line was fucking incredible. It was, getting your game on might not be enough. Oh, right, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. I love this ah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, why is fucking Yugi Toengi in dealing school? He should be in drama school. Like, I swear to God. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah right? he should be an actor. Yeah, go to mimicry school. Become a mime. No way. That's <laughs> an Italian people. mime. Become an Italian mime. Great. Maybe he's just here as research on how to do Italian. Um, <laughs> anyway, do you want to get our games on? Let's get your game on. Let's go. folks this is a segment in the middle of the episode in which we quarantine all video game talk so it doesn't invade the rest of the episode i have not really been playing any video games cool chris sorry i have been playing uh yakuza 5 hell and yeah i and i have been playing spyro reignited trilogy i'm on uh spyro 2 ripto's rage which fun fact was the very first video game i picked out for myself that Aww. wasn't a hand-me-down from my dad yep Oh, nice. Yeah, How far in the of 5 are you? Ooh, um, we just switched to, um, I forget his name, Baseball Player Man. So we're in, like, oh, Chapter 4. Oh, I haven't gotten that far in. That 5 is the only one, like, of the main series that I haven't finished at this point. Okay. Uh, and I only got as far as uh, Haruka's chapters. Wait, so did you play 6 and then skip 5? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Yeah, I've the order I've played them in is all fucked up. It's like, uh, Kiwami Zero the, uh, 6... Uh, then Kiwami 2, 3, 4, 7, and I See, still haven't played 5. <laughs> I just became a fan, like, during quarantine. I started with 0, and so I've just been working my way through it, like, rapid mm. fire, just, like, playing the game all the time, and just, like, on the next one, because I'm obsessed with them now. But um, Yeah, do hey. You, do you like the Haruka obsessed... stuff? 
Oh yeah, I loved it. Um, Me too. What I've played of it, it's 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 really. Uh, I, I like being able to play as Haruka. I think it's yeah, me too. Uh, about time she got some attention. I think it's fun that yeah. it's a rhythm game instead of like a brawler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, if may I, j- I'm just gonna plug my shit. If you if you if you are obsessed with Yakuza, like many of us here are, uh, listen to Kamarosho Radio. It's uh, it's good. Sarah loves it. Yeet. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to I'll have to get my uh, my partner on that as well because they uh, they didn't yeah. play the games with me. So yeah, it's a good podcast. I'm, uh, and if you'd like to be on it sometime. We'd love to have I you. I would... Okay. You can cut this out. Whoever's editing yeah, this, I'm you gonna, can cut a lot of this out. I, actually, I, Don't you dare, sister? Sarah. No. Don't you dare leave it It's all a in. production meeting. I'm not leaving it in the episode. <laughs> um, listen, I find production meetings interesting. Not anyone else does. Um, so, as for Argyle, me, yes. I really haven't been gaming that much this week. I finished Super Hot too. It's pretty good. Sounds <laughs> pretty hot. Um, yeah. I'm super. Yeah, it's super hot. Um... Yeah, it's pretty good. I got all the achievements in it, which isn't that hard. You basically just have to play the game and then do like one additional thing. Uh, good game, good game. Yeah, probably, I, probably not as probably not as good as the first one, but still pretty good. Go yeah. ahead, sir. I like okay. So I haven't been playing any video games, but I did get a house, right? And that's kind of like video games, yeah. It's kind. It's basically like, it's the game. It's the game of life. Um. So, I, but the thing <laughs> is, I got a house. Um. Like I'm gonna we're gonna move next week. Um. But like my flatmate. I'm gonna be moving in with like I got her sort of helped her get herself majorly into Fire Emblem Three Houses like a few months ago. Fuck so yeah. like she's now obsessed. I'm now obsessed, and just I just listeners, I want you to picture our future house. I made her for Christmas. I made her a Ferdinand Fire Emblem body pillow. Um, yes. we like we ha- both have so much Fire Emblem art that is just gonna be all over the walls. We are going to have. Fire Emblem Three House, and I, yes. I will post pictures. I'm very excited. I can't wait. That's it. That counts as a video game. It's video game related. It does. It does count as a video game. It is video game related. Uh, and now we are done, so we can get our game off. I'm glad that no, wasn't we too can't. Long. We have to shout out Bubihashku more oh, Kama Haunting the Jazz Dumpster Nero Wyvern and Service the Joy, who are all our ten dollar patron donors. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for giving yeah. us so much money. We used some of that money to get the upgraded version of Craig, which we're actually not using because we don't know how to use it yet. Uh, but thank you. <laughs> we need you. to read the Alistair Handbook. Support us on Patreon. All right. I'm ready to get my game off. Yeah, let's go into episode two, King of Ib- Copycats, part two. Whatever, part two. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, they keep Hata dueling. Doingi. Deutsch! Yeah! <laughs> All right. They keep dueling. Uh... Yeah. Do we have anything to say about the continuation of the duel? I do. I... Go, Chris. The uh, I think the character is Bastion, maybe? Uh, somebody the one is, in the yellow is... blazer? I don't remember. Somebody's, like, assessing the game and kind of, like, relaying it to Cyrus. And, yeah, and, he, and, he, and he's like, the trouble isn't deep. It's subterranean. And then, and then Jaden's feeling it. And he's like, I've got to get my game on. Yeah. That's just how he psychs himself up. Is just saying, "I need to get my game on." It's just so like, funny, like not not be, not knowing these characters coming in, like hearing, like getting your game on being used as like the axis of like drama is just very funny. Uh, and, yeah, and... That, that's not because for me, for me in the sub, like the way the episode starts out is that like the way it ended, like Judai was like, "Oh no, I'm dealing a guy who's this was basically like dealing Yukimoto." Ah. And then when episode 19 opens, the same line, 
But then he follows it with, oh, this is so fucking cool. Oh, I didn't say fucking. <laughs> he should, though. Um, he should. And it just, like, opens with him being just, well, fucking getting his game on. He's just so hyped to deal because he fucking loves dealing. I fucking love this anime, boy. It's yeah. interesting how different the two versions are. I feel like you don't normally see that. Like, in my experience, like, it, you know, there'll be, like, slight differences in translation, but it's usually not, like, changing the meaning of, like, the dialogue or the scene. It seems like this one is doing that quite a bit. We, on this podcast... I don't know, I feel like Jaden seems pretty similar between the two and that he is just, like, always just hyped to duel. There's, like, there's like a consistency throughout all of it, but, like, the individual kind of minute-to-minute differences get quite a, kind of wild sometimes. But, like, yeah. like, Chris, because, like, on this podcast, some of us watch the dub, some of us watch the sub, and then we can compare notes, like, this is... This is nothing compared to some of the wild shit differences we've encountered. Like, oh, of I just little meeting changes. And, like, I'm not even talking about guns and shit. Like, just. Yeah, I like oh, how oh, they oh, always oh, cover Hold on, hold on. We need to pause for that. What did you just say? Oh, well, you know how, I, like, in the Pegasus part, whenever. Like, Bandit Keith pulls a gun on him. Except... Instead, they take the gun out and he's just using his pointer finger. Yeah. There are real they, guns in the in the original version. Yeah, yeah why are, do you think they have to censor, obviously censor out the guns in the dub? They should have used walkie-talkies like our boy Spielberg. There's a there's a precedent for this. That, that wouldn't is, make yeah. any sense. But, but then no, the, when you have a yeah, when you have a giant dragon that is just like three guns, at what point <laughs> then what do you do? You can't make it into walkie-talkies. <laughs> three walkie-talkies. Yes, you can. They it, it worked for ET. <laughs> They don't have that kind of advanced technology. All they can do is, like, kind of put some green over it so it's a laser cannon <laughs> instead, which makes it better. <laughs> yeah, right. What did so, you say about... Uh, is there, is there, a, is there a, a, yeah, sorry, a monster Sarah. car whose appearance changed in the, in the other version? Oh, Barrel Dragon. But also, any time that there's, like, a scantily clad woman, they will cover her up. Okay. Yeah, like, um, a lot of... Like, you see it probably saw in this episode, like, some of even Judai's monsters, like, have, like bikini titty and i think in the in the english they're like in big onesies well yes. no actually in, in the english version they just put really big dice in front of them <laughs> <laughs> buy my dice yes yeah buy, buy, buy sarah's dice I, I bought them myself they're 200 dollars. you know you want to <laughs> Right. Um, the next note I have. Oh well. First, I have a note about how Winged Karibo is really, really happy um, to see Yugi's deck. Uh, is that Dan? That's Dan. Hello. Dan has joined us. We have summoned Hi. Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello. Um, I was asleep. And oh fuck. It'd be like oh, that. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh before bed. It's the so we did have a sleepy host this afternoon. Yu-Gi-Oh after bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah, we basically we just started episode nineteen. Uh I was just about to comment how Winged Karibu was here and is really happy to be dealing Yugi's deck, which was cool to me. Well yeah, because Yugi was the one who who gave him away, so I know. Does Jidu know that? I don't think Jidu knows. He said it in the him. last set of episodes yeah. that he, he got Winged Karibu from Yugi Moto. Ah, uh, because I don't think he mentions it to um in these. Like I in the sub, it seems like he doesn't really know or like didn't notice because he was too busy. I don't know going to deal school or some shit. Well, yeah, like we 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 kind of made a yeah. Listen to the last episode. We choked about was, that. Oh, was right, this yeah. the yeah? Was he, this the, he knows. Was this the little dead Karibo ghost? Because that was hilarious to me. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. J- Jaden can see the spirit of winged Karibo. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's he normal. talks to him on the reg. He's, he's just <laughs> has like a little buddy, like a ghost Karibo ghost Karibo buddy. Yeah, he's just like a, a little buddy. 
So these yeah. cards like literally have hearts. Then, like, yep. they, yeah, they always have. Okay, fair enough. I, d- dude, I did not know. I, I have, <laughs> I, have uh, I am no expert when it comes to the uh, the Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. So, uh, five thousand years ago, when the pyramids were still young, <laughs> uh, in ancient Egypt, they played a game with. Anyways, well, well <laughs> <laughs> you can like fade that out and pretend I'll go I play, did a whole I'll history go, I'll go play there. the old PS One game and figure out the lore. Oh, yeah, the one that's uh, fucking the War of the Roses or whatever. That'll teach you all about it. Oh, God, I keep forgetting what the War of the Roses are. You- it makes all R.I.U.'s I genuinely normal. forgot. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, the um, next note I have about the duel... Well, actually, the next one I have is that Judai plays a card that makes the Karibos fight each other, which was really fun to me. The boys are fighting. The boys yeah, are fighting! I really love, like, the theming of this one. It's like... It's like the junior exhibition match. It's like two small children fighting. <laughs> God, I got the I got the Yugi Moto starter deck, and I and the other guy got the the superhero starter deck. It's like the two Karibos fighting, or like that fun meme image of all the guys crying around the lobsters fighting. <laughs> it's um, boy fights, boy baby fights. Um, and yeah, the next the note I have after that. I'm crying. I'm crying at it as much as I cry in Pokemon the movie when the two Pikachu's are slapping each other. Yeah. <laughs> the note I have after that is pot of greed. Hell yeah! Can we get a shot? Yeah. Yeah. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, it's actually too late for me. I just finished off my water. Damn it! I don't have anything to drink. I have. Like, I have no beverages. An inch left of this beer. If I uh, had gotten up earlier and been on in time i would have a beverage on hand but i didn't so i don't i have no bev and i must drink (laughs) oh no chris what are you drinking i have a nice riscato a fantastic sweet red wine from italia shades of their teacher apparently the clown wow (laughs) in honor of cronus de medici yeah Yeah, it's it's a medici vintage Mm. wow yeah fucking merlot retire we drink medici now I don't know the thing about wine. I don't know if that was a good wine joke. Um, I just, I, all I of our Somalier listeners are going to roast you for that, Sarah. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Thinking? You were saying something. Oh, I just said I buy the cheap shit, so I don't know anything about wine either. I do consider myself a wine guy, but I'm not. I don't have any like standards really. Like a, like a like a wine mom, but a but a guy. It's just like, like a you don't, guy. You don't, you don't drink expensive wine, but you, you do drink it. I'm just a guy that drinks wine. I like Moscato. I like Roscato. I like any sort of wine that ends in Oscato. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. delightful. Well, I'm drinking uh, some Smithics, which is a wonderful Irish kind of uh, cheapish, regularly available red beer, which I love to drink. And nice. I wish I was at a pub right now. However, we will die if we go there. Do we yeah. have red beer in America? Have I? I don't think I've ever heard of this. It's just like you know when the beer is kind of red. I just heard my my partner audibly laugh at me from the next room, so I'm gonna guess we <laughs> have it in America. <laughs> like this isn't. I don't know. Sometimes you got like you got your rye beers, which are usually kind of red, and then there's just beers that are sort of reddish. They're like the you know the you know from like a scale of like lager to Guinness. It's in the middle. I'm not a beer hey, guy. I- yeah, I just I realized why okay, I missed. Well, together, as a as a as a beer guy and a wine guy, you and I and a ska guy. contain the sum of all human knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's fucking teamwork. <laughs> yeah, what happens in the rest of the deal? They duel. Uh, yeah. Great. Uh, oh, I, I need to note. I need to note. Uh, 
one thing about this duel, which is that uh, after Pot of Greed, uh, 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 Dimitri uses the infinite Karibo attack, which has now been nerfed. Yeah, it's yeah. like got mechanics. Yeah, like... yeah, well, because the game has rules now as opposed to season yeah. one. It's wild. Like, he it, put it, like, it multiply, and I was like, oh, here yeah, come the boys. And then just like three boys showed up, and I was like, what? Where <laughs> well, are the boys? Only four boys? <laughs> only four boys? What's going it's on? Not it's not enough boys. It's not nearly enough boys. Yeah, it, it only summons Karibo tokens to fill up his, his field now. It is a distinctly finite number of Karibos. Uh, yeah. Rip. <laughs> also, Jaden plays Flame Wingman and, and powers it up with Skyscraper. And I like Skyscraper because it uh, I it made me completely forget that this was taking place on the ocean front because of all yeah. the buildings yeah. and shit. It's it's pretty cool. Um, and he's able to destroy the, uh, the Gimp Magician with it. And then yeah. because of its special effect, we get this visual like twice of Flame Wingman just like point blank shooting Dimitri in the face with we a flame blast three times. Okay, which yeah. which we ha- which we have to talk about because when right before Jaden's about to win, he's like just look in the official rule book under how would I lose? And then <laughs> so he figuratively first and then literally roasts Dimitri. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyways, he charges Dimitri to a crisp and also Yugi's deck with it, so they're they're both gone. Uh, yeah. Wait, did the, the cards get burned up? I yeah. I, I, no, that just can't like be right because don't they do the don't don't it's they fine. do the fucking exhibit after this still? No, I I, I I I I don't think that happens. Um, no, it does happen. I just said that it happened. <laughs> okay, our guy. It's fine. Uh uh-huh. So yeah, like I have a note that Dark Magician Girl shows up and then show is horny for her. Um, uh. Jane says is... she's even. <laughs> Jane says she's even. Jane says she's even cuter in person. What? Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> but I guess because he could see card spirits. Well, so he no, because he he summons the cards, so he sees Dark Magician Girl. But usually, you just see the art, and she's just there, static. But now she's here; she's being cute. Well, yeah. I also interpreted it as like maybe like from watching like footage of like Yugi playing, maybe yeah, that like too. it's seen yeah. But um, okay. it's funny too because then uh, Jaden Yuki, true feminist, is like, "Well, I can choose between the dark magician or the girl dark magician. Since I have a soft spot for the girl, I'll attack the regular one." <laughs> yeah, he's wearing the male feminist shirt. <laughs> uh, Emma Watson asks him if he's a feminist. He's like, "Yeah, of course." <laughs> um, yeah, let's. Do you think dark yeah, magician? Yeah, let's wrap. Do you think dark, dark magician, magician girl exploited girl power when? He destroyed Seto Kaiba in that duel. Dark Magician Girl starts like beatboxing, Jin wraps in feminist uh, (laughs) discourse over the top of it. They're like half the population of human Earth. (laughs) Or some shit like that. Fuck. Uh, God. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Oh, there's a part where. Uh, Dimitri uses a bunch of cards at once, and he's like, so did you follow all of that? And Cyrus just says, not a word. <laughs> and and that I didn't me really of- follow it either, but it, uh, it allowed him to bring up his life points by like 2,000, whatever there's, he did. There's another situation in this one, like the one I mentioned in the last episode, where, again, it's like Dimitri gives this big dramatic explanation of what he's done. And like, like, you fool, you did X, Y, and Z, and whatever. And like, I had a trap card activated, and Jaden's like, oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> like, all his, all his responses to those are so funny. Yeah. Um, but like, the next thing I have is that, like, 
the guy uh, Yugi Toingi starts like talking to Karibu like every time I use Karibu like this is the point at which he starts kind of thinking that he's Yugi um, yeah. and and like Sho and Hayato in the Sabra are watching on like oh damn it's it's really like this guy is living the part and he's become Yukimoto in his heart and at that point when he's talking about having used Karibu before like the ghost spirit of Karibu appears and yeah. just looks really embarrassed he's like yeah. Karibu comes and is like dude I don't You're fucking not... know this guy who are you? You're not actually <laughs> Yugi um, it's really funny to me yeah we also get a moment with Jaden where he's like oh, how can I beat him? He's he's basically Yukimoto but then I he's, can't beat Yukimoto? No! <laughs> He thinks for a bit, and he's like, huh, Yugimoto had the heart of the card- cards on his side, but this guy isn't actually Yugimoto, and he's not using, he's just using his cards. The, he, so he can't have the heart of the cards on his side, because he's not his genuine self. But yeah. I do, because I'm me, and I'm using my deck. So that means I can win, and then he draws a card and wins. So, um, which, like, okay, it's okay, che- it's- okay. Go ahead. I'll come back to you, Grace. Is okay. this prompted... By winged Karibu coming out and slapping him around the face a bit with its wings. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. It's so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> like, like his little duelist spirit friend comes around and just hits him like, bruh, nah. Bruh. Nah. And then like in the song, in the song, he basically just kind of looks over and he's like, oh yeah, this guy isn't Yukimoto. Let's go. Um, so yeah, that's it. What are you saying, Chris? Yeah. I was just gonna say, it's cheesy, but the heart of the card stuff is, like, it was good to me, because, like, cause the whole episode's about yeah. Yugi's legacy and shit, so, like, the fact that they, like, tied that back in was, that was, like, part of, like, how he beats the guy. I don't know. I thought it worked really well. I thought it was yeah, good. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't know if they've ever think mentioned part any... of the cards, like, by name before. I also, they don't, like, mention any of that in this sub. Well, yeah, it's um, not a sub thing, really. It's not really a sub thing. Interesting. And also, they don't like, they don't really tie it back to Yugi that much. You know, because the guy isn't pretending to be Yugi. Mm-hmm. Like, the guy doesn't think he's Yugi. Um, it's a bit more distanced. Um, yeah, like, he there's, wins. There's there's something funny about the whole stipulation of this duel, because they're all just assuming that Dimitri's going to give the deck back if he loses, but I don't think he ever said that. Like, they're just like, oh boy, you gotta, you gotta win, so he'll give it back. And it's just like... I don't recall him ever saying, if you beat me, I'll give the cards back. They're all just kind of, like, assuming that he's going to be, I fully expected like... him to throw it into the ocean at the right. end of the like, <laughs> I really wanted yeah. him to throw it into the ocean. <laughs> like, that if I can't so have good. it, nobody can. Uh, and then, yeah, he just weevils it into the ocean. <laughs> uh, what could have been? Uh, I also yeah, the... buy to Yuki's deck. <laughs> yeah. I also thought it was amusing that they, like, clearly added the duelist getting hit by the card's attacks to, like, up the stakes in this series. But all they do when they get hit is go, ow, that hurt. So it doesn't yeah. really add that much more to it. Like, it just kind of, like, that made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah, that's always been a thing where they do, but also don't get hit by it. Sometimes their duel discs shock them. Um, which I, I think is probably what's always happening is just they get shocked. Like, the, the duel disc vibrates really hard. And it, it like, hurts Kyber your wrist a little just- bit. Do you think Kaiba, he, like, you know, develops and makes these... Like, Kaiba clearly likes this, so he assumes that everyone else likes it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Like, when he was, yeah, when he was debuting the prototypes, he simulated the monsters down to the smell, so, like, he also wanted to get the real feel of getting hit in the face with, you know, a fire... Yeah, Yeah. no, he actually said that in the (laughs) dub, at least. 
Um, so yeah, of course he wants them to be realistic. And the whole thing with him on the castle throwing himself off was that the attack from Yugi's, like, Yugi's monster, the wind blast from it, would knock him off the castle. It, was, it wasn't just him throwing himself off in the dub, at least. Uh, so these special effects have always been pretty intense, but they just get even more so as it goes on, because he, he loves it. Yeah. He really uh, loves it. Um, so yeah, like, Judai wins, and like, I have the note that he wins by doing the exact same, like, flame wingman thingy combo as he did, like, yeah. three turns ago in the duel, like, I yeah. guess, if it is yeah. broke, etc. Let's go, gamers. If you've still got the footage. Yep. If, you, if you've if you got those cells, play some down. Um, and yeah, he wins, like, uh, Yugi Toingi, like, breaks down and starts crying, because he's like, oh, I can't, I can't be the greatest duelist ever, Harmon, I still lose, ah! Um, then we get a kind of a little and everyone clapped moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is literally. Uh, Zane and Alexis walk out and they're like, hmm, good dueling. We saw the whole thing because we also snuck out to see the duel early, but we didn't want to interrupt. Uh, uh, yeah, Jane's like, oh, that's great. I, I love it. Uh, and Zane says, yeah, but we're not the only ones who saw it. And then every single student in every single house in Duel Academy comes out and they all clap and they whoop and cheer. They they are all here for a huge party. Yeah, a huge cake. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that duelist was Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we get like a little ending thing where Judai is like, so, "Homie, bro, you need to like make your own damn deck." And like uh, Ryo slash Zane, like is like, "Yeah," backs him up. Um, yeah, you didn't really lose. You didn't. You wouldn't have won either because it's not your deck, and you weren't being you. You weren't even really you during that duel, and you weren't Yugi either. You were you copying Yugi, uh, so it doesn't count. You were Chugi. Uh, also, one yeah. I want to point out one of the kids in the crowd is like, "Hey, do you tutor? I'm failing fusion." <laughs> uh, and then one of the other kids is is like, "He did really good at you know throwing out all those spellcasters." And the the kid from before says, "Oh yeah, also I'm I'm failing spellcasters too." Yeah, that part was like legit funny. Like that was yeah. a great line. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty funny. Uh, is there really anything else? Yeah, I would love to talk about the end of this episode because, like, they cut back to everyone being at, like, the duel exhibition. Jedi has a poster. And then, like, show runs in and is like, Jedi, someone's impersonating you! And, like, they go and find the guy. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Before we we do that, he's like, oh, I got an autographed poster from (laughs) Yu-Gi-Moto. And (laughs) the uh, fucking, I don't remember who said it. I think it was Chumley. He was like, yeah. Yeah. uh, Actually, earlier, Dimitri broke into the merch merch area, and I saw he had a pin. (laughs) Oh, my um, God! Yeah, the, that's actually a fake autograph from Yugi. Which is perfect. Uh, it's really good. Yeah, and, and then go on. Go on, Sarah. What you were yeah, so they say. go and check out this imposter impersonator, and it's it's fucking Yugi Tongi again. He's changed yeah. his whole look. He's changed his hair to look like Judai's, and he has become, instead of Yugi Tongi, he's become Judai Tongi. Um, <laughs> it's a lot. It fucking grills. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. It's it's great that this dude like did not at all take the like heartfelt lesson that they tried to give him, and it says like, "Well, I'll just copy the guy that beat me instead." Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, look, can I say his his uh, Jedi cosplay is really good. Yeah, it's really good. good. <laughs> yeah, uh, like he put way more effort into it than he did the Yugi cosplay. Yeah, Jin's yeah. like 
he is like messing up his like in character acting. He's saying stuff yeah. like "turn your game on" and "let's throw up." Uh, so in the in the sub in the sub Judai's like little catchphrase is he like point and he'll say "gotcha." Oh, I also um, want to point out this is what made me like because they also do this he, when he does that in the dub. He says "that's sweet." <laughs> so sorry. Um, yeah, like in the sub, he's like "gotcha." gotcha instead of saying "gotcha." Um, the copycat guy is like, got you! And Judai gets really <laughs> mad. He's like, no, you're doing it wrong! This is how you do it! And just kind of the episode fades out on Judai teaching copycat guy, like, exactly how to imitate him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Iconic. It's so yeah, good. It's good. D- yeah, and the, the copycat in the in the dub, he says, that's swell! Uh, <laughs> I, uh... uh great. I, I gotta say, I thought this was, like... Like the perfect for what I want out of Yu-Gi-Oh! Like this was like the perfect episode in that whole uh I mean I guess it's a separate series, but you know what I mean. Like in that sort of franchise. Because like obviously there was the completely ridiculous fucking absurd shit that there always is. There was like the funny like dub overblown acting over the game of cards. Mm-hmm. But then also like the stuff that needed to be good was good. The whole concept of a copycat duelist was fun and like I actually caught myself like buying into the game and being pissed at Dimitri for taking like the uh, what goes like the emergency <laughs> provisions card and getting all the bonuses. I was, just, I was like, I was just shaking my head. I was like, oh no, you bastard! And then I was like, wait a minute, I just like got like really worked up by this like Yu Gi Oh heel. <laughs> um, and like there was like good lines like the like the comedy stuff we mentioned already, but then also like uh, Jane at one point like. Demetrius like, oh, like my dark magician, He's, and then Jane's like, don't sweat it. He was never yours to begin with, and it's like, damn, like that shit's mm-hmm. good. Um, but yeah, so I fucking like thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I thought it was great, and also it helped that I picked the one that I knew I'd have some attachment to, like because mm-hmm. it involves Yugi. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I like had some like footing to come in on, which was nice. Yeah, but... that's like one of our previous guests choosing the one where they they duel the Paradox Brothers because she recognized that from yeah. Duel Monsters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, do Dan, you just woke up. Do you have a segment at the end of the episode? Yes, I do, actually. Oh, hell yeah. Hi. Uh, I've uh, gotten the Dual Academy Educational Neural Network up and running, and it's got a bit of a Dual Academy uh, history, or a Dual Academy correspondence course to teach. Hi, I'm Dan. It seems that last week's uh, correspondence course uh, had a bit of an error, <laughs> so we're just going to pick right back up where we left and continue with uh, pre-Duel Monsters history. Bandit King Bakura attacked Pharaoh at Tam and his guardians so he could get the Millennium Items. The key to sealing Zork back in the Shadow Realm was the Pharaoh's real name, but Pharaoh knew that if anyone were to learn his real name, he or she could use it to release Zork again. So he he erased his own memories, locked his soul inside the Millennium Puzzle, and sealed away the Millennium Items. Years later, Grandpa Moto found the Millennium Puzzle. Shoddy, the guardian of the Millennium Items, identified Maximilian Pegasus as the destined keeper and gave it to him. When Pegasus visited Egypt, he learned about the Shadow Games and became curious about their magical powers. He created the game Duel Monsters, and that's it. Uh, thank you, Deal Academy Neural Network. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Dan. You're welcome. Not, not our friend Dan. The, our, well, our friend Computer Dan. Yeah, Computer Dan's not our friend. 
We're terrified of you technology. You can't be friends with a computer. That's that insane. That makes me very sad. But maybe I could be friends with a neural network. I don't know what that means, so I could probably be friends with it. Uh, I'm going to go and check Twitter, because I believe we have one yeah, question yeah. on Twitter. All right. Do we want to just start on the Discord questions? Yeah. If you want to ask us a question, you can join our Discord at kaiba.online, or you can send us one on Twitter. We always do a questions post. Uh, but if you really are just yammering for it, you can you can just add us uh, at Pod of Greedcast, and we might get to it. So we put out... A question is posted this week. Uh, we're joined by Yu-Gi-Oh! Before Bed to discuss episodes 18 and 19 of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Dimitri has stolen Yu-Gi's deck, and look, Jaden's got to duel him to get them back. Ask us about duel museums, copycats, and high-quality Yu-Gi.jpegs. Uh, really the highest quality. Yes. Our first question is from Hornmeister on the Discord. Uh, question about the setting and continuity we are currently <laughs> still following. Assuming that Kaiba owns Adobe, Apple, and Coca-Cola, how did he rebrand their respective flagship products of Photoshop, iPhone, and Pepsi to better... Better fit his personal aesthetic and lifestyle. Okay, so so everything no long nothing has a nighttime mode anymore. Everything is white and yes. like white black black white background black text. Just like n- n- no choice, you're forced to to, to mm-hmm. use that like hideous Kaiba blue eyes white dragon color scheme. Yes. Um, everyone hates it, but Kaiba insists on this. Uh, if you pirate any Adobe products. Uh, you will now get boiled alive by a, a laser beam from Blue Eyes Jesus. White Dragon. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say if you pirate any Adobe products, you can like deal for your freedom in court. No, yeah. you just I'm, die. I'm sa- yeah, no, I'm saying this because I pirated Audition like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> this this Listen, is a joke about myself. Oh, you you have one pirated Adobe product. I. I have none. Mine are all legal. Um, they're definitely legal. Hyper <laughs> court place. Hyper court place. <sighs> That's uh, all I've got for it. Uh, let's see. Coke is now. Coke is now. Uh, all Coke products are branded around dual monsters, specifically Blue Eyes White Dragon and other cards in Kaiba's deck. Uh, this does mean that one of them is themed after Force Raider. Mm. Uh, <sighs> Sorry. Uh, our next question is... Can we get a Soggy is... the Dark Clown in there? Like, uh, maybe Soggy yeah. the Dark Berry Coca-Cola or Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, our question after, uh, I figured we could alternate, um, if that's okay, is from Kronos Davinki, uh, near Wyvern official Edelgard stand of the show. Um, what kind of in-universe pro-dealist merch exists? We see posters, but are there branded card sleeves, sponsored energy drinks, Funko Pops? What kind of Yugi merch would you fill your dorm with? Now, I am reading this question. I am looking directly at my uh, Yabby Nandroid. Yeah, well, this is like the early to mid-2000s. They didn't really have Funko Pops or Nindoroids back then. Mm-hmm. So I think it would either be just like a figurine. I mean, so, okay, like- very important. This is in-universe. Yeah, no, it could it could still be like a figurine or like an action figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah, definitely we, we, we get posters. I think nobody uses card sleeves, so those don't exist. Um, uh, tree. They should like have like props so that you can pretend to be the different dual monsters. So, for yeah, example, think, like a dark magician Yugi- staff or like some like Kuribo wings. Like, oh, uh, yeah, we've definitely seen monster cosplayers before. I think yeah. maybe like they would sell like Yugi wigs. Yeah, like, oh, like, like, yeah, yeah. Like Steven they sell, like this... has commented in the chat, definitely wigs. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they sell the, the Super Saiyan like foam wigs that stand way up. They do that for Yugi's hair as well. Uh, 
I feel like, yeah, there's got to be a lot of, like, shitty toys. Uh, I'm thinking about, oh, fuck. There's got to be, like, I'm just thinking about merch in back in the day. and Like, obviously, fake Millennium Puzzles. Yu-Gi-Oh! Pop-Tarts. Uh, uh, let's see. The oh. soap. The fucking, I'm thinking about oh, the soap. Oh, my God, the soap. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, cereal. And chocolate bars. Honestly, I feel like any like merch we could come up with in show has already been beaten by Yu-Gi-Oh merch that exists in real yeah. life. Like, yeah, it's just so much. God, I really like. Honestly, I periodically, occasionally check eBay or like Gumtree and shit for like bedsheets because I really want those bedsheets <laughs> that are just like the big Yu-Gi-Oh. Hang those question? up on your wall. Don't even sleep on them. I know, right? Just. Tapestry. Their art. Yeah, what's the uh, next question? We have a question from Stephen Marshmallow, friend of the show. Uh, you think Kaiba had any fake Blue Eyes cards printed up as merch with this card is fake, don't actually... No, wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> this card is fake. Don't actually play it in a duel. And then set their duel disc to shut down if they try? Oh, and obelisk hands. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think he would even want fake Blue Eyes out in the world. Uh, yeah. That are even like somewhat card shaped. Like there's there's blue eyes merch, of course. Like you can you can get you know a blue eyes figurine. You can go to the blue all of this available at Kaiba Land, your local Kaiba yeah. Land. They're everywhere. They're showing up on every street. But um, no, you can't buy actual like card shaped or sized objects with blue eyes on them because he doesn't I want think- that. I think where this question kind of takes a left turn into, you know, completely complete implausibility is when it says set their dual discs to shut down if they try when we've established that your dual disc can hurt you. So I think that if you try and play a fake blue eyes card on a Kyber Corp dual disc, it kills you. Yeah, I think yeah. it would just explode. It's a, called- a, a hand with a gun on <laughs> gun with a gun comes out and shoots you in the face. A hand comes out and points at you menacingly. Yeah, in the dub. That's what it does. Okay, so we have... You were, what, you were saying something, Dan? Oh, no. Uh, I was... I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, Kaiba tore up the only other blue ice card in the world that wasn't his. So, yeah, he would definitely be... That would be on top of all piracy... Anti-piracy attempts. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we have two Twitter questions. Uh, the first is from Riley L. Hopkins, who's... Twitter display name is still Oturanza Bonanza. I'm going to remind them to change that. Um, my question is, what would you want a proper museum exhibit of a duelist to be like? We've sort of, we sort of went over this in the first part of the show, I think. Hmm. Uh, Wait, what was the question? I'm sorry, I missed it. What would you want a proper museum exhibit of a duelist to be like? Okay, yeah, yeah, we did answer this during the episode. But, I mean, if Dan wants to answer, he wasn't here. I mean, uh, you saw the pathetic display that they had. Yeah, they Disgusting. need like they need more. They need more than just the deck. They need uh, some. I don't know what they'd use. Like his dual disc. Uh, they should have yeah. a some oh. of his bondage gear. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> one of his chokers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they should probably have just like a big thing, just listing the entire history of Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, <laughs> just 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 the recapping the first the the five seasons of yeah uh, dual monsters. They should screen episodes of dual monsters. Yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't they didn't have like 
the Battle City recordings it, playing in the exhibit or anything. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. There, there you know, I know, a, maybe the... Sorry, Chris? I was say, there should be an option in the ex- exhibit to, like, you, like, play a game against the hologram Yugi. Yeah, they have, like, like AI duelists, like, Because, like, Jaden be thought it was that. so cool playing the copycat, you want to give everyone that experience. I'm like, like listen, it's, it's Kaiba Corp. If they were just, like, give us a Yugi, Yu-Gi-Oh dollar, and they'd make so much money. Yeah, yeah. like, it, Kaiba has the technology, he did it all the time in Duel Monsters to duel against, like, a simulation of Yugi's deck. He recreated Yugi died to his perfectly quaffed hair! Yeah! Maybe that was, I mean, like, DSOD in the didn't exist timeline. at this point, but yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's canon, but, like, even before that, like, he had dual computers that, you know, he could just load a deck into. Like, they could yeah. do that, and they just choose not to. Okay, I really need to ask the next question, because I really need to pee, and it is Yeah, and I, I need to do a Pokemon battle. Marshmallow, running a long uh, time. He asks, if you could absorb the essence and persona of any Yu-Gi-Oh character by defeating them in single combat, who would it be, and what kind of horrifying combination of you and them would result? I was gonna say Weevil, but I do feel like Max has dibs on defeating Weevil. I just want to be a person who throws everyone I defeat's cards into the sea after <laughs> I defeat them. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Duke Devlin. Uh, I actually, it. I don't know if I want to do that. Elliot's probably probably would want that. Hmm. Hmm. Mako Tsunami. Ah, uh, uh, good pick. Is this question just asking us who we can? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. yeah. The the real answer for me would be like Yugi, because like I'd want to be the combination of like cool guy and sweet boy that he is. But it'd be more funny to uh, see what my voice sounds like matched up with Joey Wheeler's. But I think the ultimate answer would be <laughs> uh, my Valentine, because then I would get exponentially hotter. So I think I might go with that Yeah, one. that's why I picked Duke Devlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, Chris, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find the real me at Topher Disgrace. I've got a, a link there on a website <laughs> where you can find... Thank you. <laughs> where you can find my uh, comic books that I write and uh, short films that I've made, games that I've uh, created, etc. Um, but more relevant to this show, I know what you're waiting for. You can find me at Yu-Gi-Oh! The letter B, number four, bed. Uh, where I, you know, I haven't revisited this experiment in a while of watching a, a couple minutes before bed and tweeting what I remember the next morning. But maybe this will inspire me to go back after I had such a good time watching this. I do have one other thing past plugs to ask. Has anyone come on this show and said, Slifer, no slifing? Oh, uh, I don't think so. Then I would like no. to be the first. Okay. We're still around. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, you can find me, on, uh, everyone on the internet, at Sarah McCostumes. Uh, buy my knitwear. Buy my dice. I'm going to the toilet. <laughs> okay, bye, Sarah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. From there, you can visit my Twitter. You can listen to the other podcasts I'm on. Uh, the Sonic Shuffle, which is now a noise space podcast, and Strangers Fiction, an oh, audio entropy. Yeah. Strangers Fiction, an actual play audio entropy podcast. Uh, you can also visit uh, at Xbox underscore Holiday where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And the most recent one, as of this recording, is Happy Birthday, Geese Howard. And alongside is an image of the iconic face of Geese Howard in a birthday hat with an Xbox 360. Hell yeah. 
Happy birthday, Geese Howard. Uh, I am Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. You can also listen to my Yakuza podcast. It is called Kamarocho Radio. I do it with a friend of the show, Jordan. Uh, we are getting close to the end of Yakuza 1. Thank God. We don't really like it that much. It has its moments, but overall, not a great game. So uh, listen, give it a listen. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's really uh, good. Collectively, we have been Pod of Greed. You can find us on Twitter at Pod of Greedcast. We're on Tumblr. That is, I think it's podofgreed.tumblr.com. Uh, I see that you just followed me on Twitter, Chris. Thank you. Yep. You uh, you you earned it with um. Fuck. Now I forget what joke. It, oh, the uh. I think it was the uh the the girl power joke with um dark dark magician girl or whatever. I was like, all right, that's funny as fuck. You get the thank you. The I try my best. For that. Um. Yeah. You can join our Discord at kaiba online. You can go to patreon.com slash pod of greed. And give us some money! For $2 a month, you get all of our bonus content. That includes things like Grugio, uh, our Fire Emblem thing, our Game of the Year. Uh, you can... If you do it $5 a month, we'll shut you out at the end of the episode. I'll do that in just a second. $10 a month, we'll shut you out in the middle of the episode. Uh, so, now that... Uh, and we'll also send you physical shit. We'll give you physical shit. At $5 and $10, you get a special roll in the Discord. And at $10, you, you will get an actual gift box that we will send to you in the mail with things that we made for you. Uh, so now, oh, does anybody have the list of the $5 patrons so I can read them out? Yes. Uh, uh, hi, I'm back. Do you want to read them, Sarah, or do you want me to do it? No, because I do it every single goddamn episode, and, <laughs> right. you know, I'm on strike. Give it to me. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of you people. You don't, you don't even. I'm pay sick me of you giving me your pay. money. Ah, uh, yeah. All right. So there our there. five dollar backers are Noah Bennett, no- <clears throat> Noah Bennett, Riley Hopkins, and Joel, uh, who just started back in. Joel's full Patreon name was. Uh, I was just like, that's oh, fine. that's Joel. Yeah, Joel. Uh, they were on the show recently, right? Um, yeah. 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 Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Riley. Thank you, Noah. Uh, and with that, th- that's podcasts. So oh, I, that's a podcast. Yeah. I it, I put myself face down and I uh, get sued for copyright infringement. I set myself face down and uh, in, enjoy the highest quality <laughs> UV JPEG. I that's set it. myself in the toilet and take a piss. Sorry. Hell yeah. I gotta... Get my game on. <laughs> Peace.